So we heard Kim Kardashian broke the internet. We're here to break iTunes and Podbean. This is the Capers Crusaders. My name is Tom at Tall Dark Not Ugly. This is David. I have ass four days, Barry at Dr. Barry. Kim K, come at me, babe. We will compare butts, and I will win. <laughs> Uh, you already know I got junk in the trunk because I said it last time we went here. This is Curtis at Calm Down Warning at Anaconda Don't Want None. Okay. Oh, that's right. And we have a we have a guest. We do. Oh have yeah. A guest. We have a guest. Boom, boom, boom. And who is this guest? My name is Kylie at M I N K L B on everything. Boom on everything. Boom. Everything uh, on everything. She knows the way to to speak about the things. And I'm glad she does. Glad to know it as well. So. Let's, get, let's this, get right into it. Let's get this right into it. What comic books have we been reading this week? Round the horn, starting with Sea Fish. Boom. Go. Here we go. Um, this one is kind go. of a blast Excited. from go. the past. Uh, uh, do it, baby. Uh, and uh. don't want none. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, I read, oh gosh, what, F, what issue was this? Don't Curtis, you're supposed to be prepared. Sorry, is this, oh is this more Ikea? Uh, this is Ikea I am putting together. No. This is actually the Ikea My Little Ponies crossover event. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> hey, I've been waiting that, I would never ever read another comic book ever in my life. That'd be it. <laughs> it's just ponies building furniture. <laughs> That's all I need. I'm a brony, bro. Um, it was a Batman issue number 13 from the New 52. It was part mm. of the Death. Of a, of a family, death of a family. Yeah, Ooh. I always say death in the family, and I'm like, that's death not of the thing. The family. Not death, death of a of family. The family. Yes. Okay. Um, and it was, it was, it was rad. Of course, we probably all know by now. Joker coming back. He's back. He showed back up after what Hush did to him. Has he cut? Yeah. Has he cut off his face yet? His yeah. His he he, yeah. he had already cut off his face. But he He's put it back it. on. Okay. So well, can, can it, some, he's like stapled it on. Yeah, he stapled, but it wasn't even. I don't think it was his face. It was like a temporary face. Yeah, because now, because in the in the comics now, like currently, they yeah. just they just debuted. He has a face again. Yeah, he put his actual face back, <laughs> which on. which I just don't care enough to read. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I saw the picture. I was like, cool. face. Look, he has a face. Yeah, he's got a face. He looks like the dude from City and Color. Sweet. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> I went there. I took it there, dude. What what is his name? Dallas Green. Nothing but love oh, for you, bro. Oh my god. Nothing but love for you, bro. Anyway, it's a compliment, man. It is a compliment. You look like the Joker. Come on. You look like a comic book character. Yeah. You look like a work of art. <laughs> so um, I was reading that one. Um, Joker is just wreaking havoc uh, on the guys. And they're not even totally sure if it's him or if it's a copycat, uh, partly because he doesn't have his face and they all still <laughs> believe that he's gone, but he's leaving them clues that only he can leave them. So they have to know that it is him. And he went into the Gotham Police Precinct um, in a room full of cops and Jim Gordon, and yep. was basically playing like, like, like lights off and on. Like he'd turn the lights on, like they'd see each other, he'd turn them off. You'd hear muffled screams and yells and knows someone would be dead. They turn the lights back on. So he killed a room full of cops, left Jim Gordon alive, obviously to send a message to his favorite playmate, Batman, that he's back. He's more vicious than ever, and he's he's coming for him and his family uh so that's the one that i read i gotta i gotta finish oh, up man. i don't have all the episode all the issues i gotta it gets I so much better it gets so much better Ep episode 10 when we talked about the batman in review i bring back my question why the <laughs> doesn't batman kill the joker yeah I don't. why because why the, no no why the <laughs> doesn't jim gordon kill the joker yeah, all right we go. okay yeah, i don't know about he that. could do it right know. He's a cop. He could just put one in his head. Exactly, and it's justified. And everyone will be like, hey, man, good job. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for How thanks many for people did you say? <laughs> yeah. Thanks Gosh. for being better than Batman anyway. Yeah. So that's what I read. It gets so much better. It yeah. gets so much better. And I then you. you will love it because Red Hood gets more involved into it. It gets, it gets really good. Yes. That's what I need. Love Red Hood. All right, Tom, what did you read? Um... Well, I started reading a little bit more of uh, Sandman, the original. Mm, um, but then today I started because at my comic book store they're having like, hey, dude, if you buy five comics, you get all of them for $1. So I bought 15 comics for 3 bucks, And then I also found this thing. It's a Batman Ooh. Beyond 2.0 Rewired. I believe this is pre-New 52. Um, let me just tell you a little bit about it. It has Terry Maguire. Uh, Maguire. 
uh, McGinnis. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Show me <laughs> the money. McGuire. Show me the money. Congratulations. Uh, Terry McGinnis uh, as the new Batman. But, however, it's 2.0, and it's actually like the second, I don't know, storyline in his story because he's not actually being mentored by Bruce Wayne anymore. Mm. He's actually being mentored by Dick Grayson. Nice. Uh, former Nightwing. Nightwing. Former Nightwing. And, okay. and, and everyone kind of like keeps mentioning like the Joker Day last year. And so I don't know what happened, but pretty much um, no one really trusts Bruce Wayne anymore. Um, there's not been that much crime. And then they're opening up a new Arkham Institute. Um, the reason why they call it Rewired is because a new villain called Rewire comes in um, who actually releases all the inmates, obviously, and forms this kind of like sinister six of uh, superhero uh, supervillains to take down Batman so far. Dang. And I'm halfway through it. Um, it's supposed to tease parts that um, Kirk Langstrom, a.k.a. Man Bat, is supposed to come back and come back with the Man Bat army to fight uh, Terry Man McGinnis. Bat. Oh, snap. So um, I, I liked it so far. The artwork is really amazing. Um, Kyle Higgins and Tony Silas apparently written it and drew it. and It's good. I like it. Uh, the artwork's really good, and I like Batman Begins. Uh, Batman Beyond. I love Batman uh, Beyond. Um, it's really good. And then you see him actually fight um, the original crew, so original Batman, original Nightwing, original Batgirl, and Tim Drake Robin. Original nice. Bats. So um, it's, really, it's really good. If you, if you like it, it's good. Tom, Tom, I have to say, the more you talk about Batman Beyond, because I was never really, really, really all that interested in it. I I watched a few episodes of the comic, I mean, the uh, the cartoon. But the more you talk about it, I'm starting to get interested in it, man. Uh, You're rubbing off on me, and I never thought I'd say that. And I don't know how I feel about what I just said, but I did. Do you feel me rubbing on you? Does it feel good? It feels the. You're rubbing off. On you. Oh, oh God! Stop! Oh, stop no. rubbing! Stop rubbing! Stop rubbing off! Just I like to <laughs> rub all to over this screen that I'm looking at. Oh my! Say. All right, we're in on that. All right, note. so Tom, put your to my back. right, who do we? What do we have next, Barry? We we have Barry. Barry. So <laughs> what, 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 have, what have you? What have you been what reading? What have I been reading? What haven't you been so, reading? Exactly. There we go. Uh, DC. Um, oh. actually, that's not true. That's not true. I've actually Seriously. been reading because. Um, yeah, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about you uh, reread Infinite Crisis. Yes. So I just read mm-hmm. the original Swamp Thing tie-in for Infinite Crisis. So I'm mm. reading. I'm still reading Saga of the Swamp Thing. I didn't even know there was a Swamp. Exactly. So basically, when everyone's up on the uh, uh, the monitors uh, space uh, space station, yes, and they're talking to, and Alex Luther is up there, and he's being like, "Oh, the world's gonna end, blow and so forth. Reality is crushing in upon itself." Yeah. Const- That's how he does it? Yeah, exactly. Con- Constantine <laughs> takes Swamp Thing up there. And he's kind of there, Ooh. and he's just kind of like looking around. Everyone's kind of like, who's this guy? Yeah. And then he talks to the stranger <laughs> for a little bit. Okay. And they basically end up going, and they deal with the – so the, the reality is being crushed in on itself in Infinite Crisis, yeah. right? All of our plan- – every Earth is just being smushed into one. Right. But what, yeah. the, what no one thinks about is that uh, not only in the material plane, but in the immaterial psychic plane mm-hmm. has an effect – None of the superheroes think about that except for John Constantine. Right. So John Constantine, he wants – he's going to help in the physical world. He needs um, Swamp Thing to help because he's a wood elemental. He represents the green. Right. So, so far we've got Swamp Thing. He's got Dead Man because they're in, in between le- the world of living the world of the dead. So Ooh. He's got, yeah. Yeah, so he's got uh, Boston Brand. Smart. He's got Boston Brand. He's got The Stranger. Okay. Uh, and they just picked up the Spectre. And Ooh, they just picked what? up uh, Justice League Dark right here, exactly. Baby. Basically, Zatara? The, the original Zatara and Zatanna are both, of them? both mm. with Constantine. They're working. Ooh, they're nice. working in the material world to do some magic. So it's actually super cool because it almost has nothing to do with Infinite Crisis, except okay. there is there's a shadowy organization mm-hmm. of ancient shamans and warlocks okay. who are working on a plan to basically take over the world. After the crisis occurs, okay. So superheroes are none the wiser. Okay. So it's just this, just exactly like the precursor of Justice League Dark, who is handling. Mm. Amazing. So that's so I. I, I can I get that, from dude? You? I, I oh yeah no. It, it, okay. Everyone should read. Can Alan you send Moore's that over here? Swamp thing. Yeah, I got. No, I'll, I'll send all six trades uh, via <laughs> UPS or whatever. No, we don't use UPS. We have our own. Uh, the courier birds that we have up in the tower. That's right. Yep. Carrier pigeon. <laughs> Passenger pigeon. So that was that. I was. I, we there took you go. I was reading some DC. Okay. In the form of Vertigo. Right. Um, yeah. However, 
what everyone and their mother should be reading right now is anything and everything with the big eye for Image Comics. Image, Image Comics okay. are so their their game is so incredibly on right now that okay. I just can't even stand it. Everything that comes out, uh-huh. everything that comes out, I go down to my comic book store and yeah. I and I bend. Put that in my box. Save that for me. Nice. So I'm just gonna give a couple real fast. Okay. Goners. Goners is basically like adult Scooby Doo. Okay. There's, there's like a family. Mm, okay. There's a family who like ghosts and monster hunt, monster hunters. Okay. And they're on this big mission when something goes horribly wrong, and all of a sudden, all it seems like all the ghosts and monsters have allied themselves to destroy the family, and they go after everyone. And the family, they have like a bodyguard who has who saved the kids. Okay. Everyone else is basically being killed. Okay. Super freaking good. Dang. Tooth and Claw. Oh my God, Tooth and Claw. If you're not reading Tooth and Claw, the first issue is 48 pages, no ads. Okay. So it's Holy basically, crap. yeah, it's almost a trade at that point. Yeah. Anthropomorphic animals, all wizards working on magic, trying to restore magic to the planet, destroy their city in the process. Holy <laughs> shit, it's so good. So good. Birthright. If you are not reading Birthright, you are doing comic books wrong. Okay. Birthright. Sorry, revolves... comic books. I need to read Birthright. <laughs> Birthright revolves around this little kid who on his birthday goes missing. His father's blamed for his murder. It breaks up the family. And then a couple years later on his birthday, this Conan the Barbarian-esque character is arrested, claiming to be their son. And it turns out that when he traveled into the woods, he disappeared into another world where time travels a little bit, or time passes a little bit differently. He's the chosen one. He's the hero of this planet. He's now come back because his mission is done. And we're like, oh, that's so really Jumanji. Cool. Exactly. We're super excited to hear nice. his story about you know how he became the chosen one, and all these great things, and he's you know he saved that planet. And now he's back on ours. And the very last panel, we Uh-oh. find out. That he did not save that place. He's a destroyer. He was corrupted by the very mm. force that he was supposed to stop in this alternate, on you know, this other planet. Saw and it happen. It, it, shut up, Tom. <laughs> if you want to talk about any hero or story archetype that is easily, I'm gonna punch you. Um, I did have a question though. Yeah. Um, I at my own comic book store, I did come across um, Fate to Black. It's an Image comic. I don't know if you ever read that. Preach it. Is it good? Preach it. Does it have the eye on it? Does it yes. have the eye for image? Then yes. Yes. God. I... Yes. <laughs> okay. Because see, there were like a couple image comics that I was looking at. Anything. I was like, oh. I was like, Anything my... with the eye on it. Buy it. I, I'm looking at the image app right now. There's a there's like a saga thing on there. And is it is that a child sucking on a breast? Yes. The okay. story, so the story yeah. focuses around the, the couple and their baby. Okay. Wait, wait. Have I, you I not read that? that. That? That's when I started reading. That's when I told him it was kind of weird. Saga. Oh, okay. Dude, it's amazing. I've been talking about it the last few episodes. Page one. Page one. Well, I'm, I don't even. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the cover. Page one is uh, she, she, she's screaming about. She feels like she's, she's giving. To, she's she, giving she, birth. She, yeah, right? she feels like she's about to. Because she's giving birth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I might so stick good. to Marvel and no, DC. No, dude. I'm giving you saga. for a little while. Nope, shut up. You're reading it. Barry, Barry, have you also have you read any Solar Lord? Yes. Is that good? Does it have the eye on it? Okay, yes. Thank Jesus. you. And it crosses over and it crosses over with Spawn, so I was like I was really interested in it. Does it have the eye on it? I'll put an eye on you if you know what I mean. But yes. Oh boy. Oh, damn. So uh oh. Hey Kylie. Yeah. Welcome to the Round the Horn. Thank you. Did you read anything this week? I read Saga, I started it. Yeah! She's doing comics right Thanks to Drew. He's the one who sent it to That's me. True. Read it. So Drew, thank you, Drew. Drew J. Drew J. Drew J. JMC. Yeah, Drew Jmick. Drew JMC. Not here tonight. Also not with us. The Azorian one, Anthony Steves, or the Jamie Burgess at the Jamie Burgess. His name is Jamie Burgess. How do How do you feel? You said you think it's weird, which I will I will gladly give to anyone that it's 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 strange it opens up yeah. with a woman giving birth and screaming about how she feels like it's gonna turn that's amazing it's it's different you know it's yeah it's, it's, it's different it's, i mean it's very out there. it's pretty cool that it's extraterrestrial and these two opposite forces but it's gonna take a lot longer to figure out actually what's going on yeah and that's the thing it's not your standard you know superman you know this hero flies in and beats the bad guy and saves the woman and flies out it's actually, it's more of an adventure it actually makes you think Okay. Yeah, DC Comics. <laughs> Take a paint. Okay. No, it's ouch. Okay, there. No, no, you started that one, Tom, right? DC makes you think. I, yeah, I read it. Uh, what do you think about the people with the TV heads? <laughs> I still don't know what's going on with people with TV heads. Don't worry about it. Those are just, I, to me, I haven't, I don't know anything about them except they're like this royal race. And then like they have 
heads of TVs, but then they emote emotions. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Tom, Tom, basically imagine if gorillas were were far more intelligent than they already are, and you just you being like this overlord went into the jungle and were like, hey, gorillas, you're my army, and they're like, oh, okay, cool, you have a TV for a head, so clearly you're the person to follow. That's how it is. They're almost like they're the upper class that just commands, whereas they have the armies who fight for them. Hmm. Okay. So go get your army of silverback gorillas, and let's do this. Yeah. Speaking of that, and gorillas and cages and intelligent gorillas and stuff. And goblins and ghouls. <laughs> Ghosts and goblins. <laughs> we'll just use that as an absolutely terrible segue Cult into, <laughs> into the TV shows TV. Uh, that comics have taken over now. Um, I wanted to start off with uh, Arrow. Actually, which yes. one of my one of my good buddies, Bonnie Bonnie Floyd, uh, a great coworker of mine and a great friend. I'm shouting you out right now. You better listen to our podcast, Bonnie. Jerk. Um, yes, jerk. Uh, one of the sweetest guys I know <laughs> uh, was uh, was t- t- telling me that he didn't really favor the last episode of Arrow all that much with uh, who had Cupid, uh, which was Cupid. A, a character that I never had heard of before and once i looked her up i thought that was really interesting her old backstory she, she's obsessed with black canary she's obsessed with arrow and yeah she she you know kind of defeats some of their foes or leaves little hints and tricks and stuff like that to kind of get their attention um i, I thought she was a really interesting character to have and kind of broke up some of the i don't know to, to me when you have okay you got red arrow you know who who we arsenal arsenal in yeah. that episode, which i thought was right um, and then you have, you know, Arrow. I, I look at them as like Sub Zero and Scorpion. Mm. And then here comes Cupid, and she's like Smoke. Yeah. Or re- no, Re- she's not reptile. reptile. No, not reptile. More, more like Smoke. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. I, I feel, I feel like Arrow is doing a really good job of bringing in like maybe C list characters, right? You know, characters that people might not even necessarily know about. So that Bronze Tiger. Exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. I love, and bronze I love Bronze Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. I'm really pissed he didn't have a tiger's head, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but so they're bringing in kind of some C-list characters. And the way they do – by doing that, it's – first off, if you're a hardcore comic fan or even a comic book fan at all, when you look up the character, you're like, oh, that's from the comics. And that immediately you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Even if it's not someone you necessarily know. Right. But the other thing mm-hmm. is by bringing in, you know, C-list characters – you don't have an expectation. True. You know, like like Ray Palmer. Yeah. They need to do Ray Palmer right. And so far, I'm really I'm 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 digging what they're doing with Ray. All Palmer. that that workout scene he was in. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. Do you like that, Tom? <laughs> it was real good. I, I got I like got a little that? hot and heavy in my, in my room. I was like, oh. Of course you did. Oh, oh, you, oh, my God. So, you can do that all you want, baby. Brandon Routh. So Ray Palmer, an example of a character that I mean, he's an A-list. You know, he's a, he's a Justice Leaguer through and through. Like, yep. we've got an expectation, and they're doing good. Yep. But with a C-lister, it's you know. We don't. It's not really. We don't care as much. No. So it's almost like they have free reign to make the tweaks, but that can also be good because it's we, we don't have an expectation. Yep. We're not disappointed, but we're also more likely to be impressed. Yeah, and I think that's the case of what happened uh, with Cupid this time around, which I thought was awesome. Uh, and I uh, speaking to uh, Ray Palmer, uh, I liked how his acquisition of that company that he was going after for the dinner was. Was really him like leading into him getting an additional part of of the atom suit that he needed. And, yeah, and I thought that was so cool. How at the end, the suit looked pretty cool to begin with. It did. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna be the atom. I just don't know when, but it's gonna happen. Um, so, so I like from that. from the little hologram looking thing. Like it's gonna be more of an armored suit thing instead of like spandex and a belt thing, right? Yeah, pretty. much. I mean, that's what I got. I, I, I imagine it'll it'll be more. I mean, as sciencey as this could be, it'll be more science. The idea is you would have to almost be in like an atmospheric containment suit that you know shrinks down with you so that you can survive. Because the atom, you know, when he shrinks down and it goes into someone's nostril, it doesn't make any sense. You're like, what are you doing in their bloodstream, Adam? You weirdo. So it's weird. Um, I don't know because it's just it looks almost like an Iron Man suit. I mean, from what I remember. Yeah, I, I definitely got impressions of an Iron Man suit, and that was something that initially. Kind of person I am. I'm like, oh my god, this, this Iron Man suit. What are you guys doing? But then I was like, you know what? Let's let's just see what. The, let's where see they how take it works. It. Yeah. We, we kind of talked about that before a few episodes ago. These writers, they're writing new things. As long as yeah. it's, the the rule is is the good rule. If it's good, we'll keep rolling with it. Exactly. If it's not good, then you get kicked to the curb. We're good at that rule. 
If, we it's, are if it's good, we'll like it. Yep. We're, we're easy to please. Right. Don't put out crap, and we'll watch. And we'll watch. We're cheap dates. Exactly. We're incredibly or, cheap. We're easily impressed. Yep, indeed. So, I don't know. That, that was it. How would you guys feel about The Flash? Uh, so, oh. What, oh, crap. Wait. Okay. Isn't Flash tonight? No, the Flash is tonight. Last. The last episode was with... Uh, didn't it have Grodd now? No. No. Uh, was it the... Uh, I'm behind one, then. Oh wait, no, 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 no! It was the, the Girder. Yeah, yeah. Girder with the supersonic punch. Yes. Oh, oh, oh the yeah. Supersonic punch. Why is he? That was sick. Well, he told him to run away. in the He's other direction. Away. Why is he stopping? How far is he? About five point one miles. Oh, oh he's gonna do it! He's gonna do it! Bro, Mark one. One. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was Dude. Every especially, time he does something, it's like run, Barry, run. Yeah, every time, especially because it was the douchebag from uh, uh, what is it, Secret Life of the American Teenager, who played Girder. Don't ask me why I know that, because I've watched the majority of. Don't ask, don't tell. Don't worry about it. Um, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, Shane no, Lee Willie's hot. That episode, I dug it. I thought it was cool. I thought that he discovered he can break the sound barrier. Yes, thought that was Sonic. really, Boom. really well done. Um, what Tom? I, I really. Oh, go ahead, Tom. TP. That's what. You, that's baby. what I was gonna. Um, spoilers into like a vlog I was actually working on. Um, that's why I think they're doing really well with uh, the Flash TV show. Is that in every episode they develop the character just like in the like right incremental amounts where it's like he gets a new power, something's happening in his relationship, something happens with Star Labs. It's, it's like it's like a video you game. Really, it's yeah, you feel like a video yeah. game. If not like you know, you're actually reading a story arc into like. It's uh, 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 origin story. It's classic Mega Man. It's get to the end of the level, mm. beat the boss, get the boss's power. Yep. Takes you about half an hour to 45 minutes. Yep. And that recipe works And then start jump me. shooting. And then you start <laughs> jump shoot. Then you throw the boomerang. <laughs> and then shoot the scissors. Yep. Anyway. Rainbow Man. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of boomerang, that was the other thing about the end uh, of, flat of uh, Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Captain uh, Boomerang. Captain Boomerang showed up. Which I think is... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, me too. Interesting. Hey, uh, he didn't have it's the right. He didn't have the print, the blueprint suit. I was so I think they're doing good enough. <laughs> change, just change the things that needed to be changed. Yep. So they're doing good on that. Um, what else I, that I really liked, especially about the end of the Flash episode, is how um, uh, Iris's dad, yeah, is, you know, started digging in to the professor dude. I still don't really know his his, his dude, character name. I'm. Wells. Yes. Oh, Wells. Yeah, Wells. Professor Wells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harrison Wells. Dude, he, he's a really great character, he's though. He's blowing like, you my just mind. Don't know, you just don't know what he's going to do. You're like, oh. Right. I love he, him. So, I really want him to be good, like evil and then good. You know, yeah. that, you know that makes sense? We, we got to see. But obviously, some, well, something's going on because at the end of it, Reverse Flash showed up again, ran all around him, took all of his. Uh, took all the evidence. Yep. And stuck the knife in the picture. Through Iris. Oh, oh man. Kylie, do you watch any of these shows? No. I haven't watched Arrow yet. Okay. Next week. What, what about Flash? What about Flash? No. Okay. okay. She doesn't watch anything. She only watches Walking Dead. No, you, you have That's ne- not true. You have Netflix now. <laughs> you, you have Netflix. I have yeah. Netflix. Cool. Yeah. Time to start watching it now. Oh, First yeah. 12 episodes suck. No, um, just watch it. Get through it. You'll, yeah, no, you'll power through it. It just, Steve, it just, Stephen it just sucks. Hamill's body. That's why I'm, I'm like, you know, <laughs> now that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is on Netflix. Am I right? There's a little uh, incentive. Stephen, not, uh, Stephen Hamill's body. Stephen Hamill's body is just amazing. You'll now, just, they'll, they'll get you through the first 12 episodes. The first 12 episodes of Arrow are, I mean, I'm just, it's the same with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's just eating yep. dry oatmeal. Yeah. It's yeah. good for you. Uh, it just it's sucks. Good for you. <laughs> that is a really good analogy. It's painful because it's good it's for painful, you. It's painful, but it's good for your it digestion. It's so bad, actually. Yeah. So, but no, um, okay. Hold yes, Tom. Hold no, no, no. Tom, Tom. go, yes. go. Tom Pitsboros, dude. Flash Arrow crossover event. <laughs> is no one going crazy about Flash that tonight? Arrow? No, no. Is that tomorrow? No, it's oh, coming up. Like, who, who's, who's show is who's it going to be Who's watching this on? right now? Who, whose show is it going to be on? Is it going to be on Arrow the show? Bolt I think it's both. The bolt. I, think it, I think it's both. I think, okay. it's, I think it's a two-parter. Nice. So. The bow or the bolt. I don't know. Like, that. Uh, like they literally have done, like, Batman versus Superman on the you know small screen before anyone else has ever done it. Yeah, like, it's they true. beat it's everybody crazy to me. Oh, no. and they're doing it good too. I'm excited. It's super good about that. A crossover event from two TV shows. I'm just like I haven't I don't seen know. anything it's... like that in a really long time. I'm just gonna give a quick honorable mention to Gotham because I don't think we really need to go. Dude, into I Gotham. haven't oh, watched. Okay. I haven't watched anything past the first episode. Can can we talk That's about good. Gotham for a quick second? It's... Yeah, let, let's just do like for a quick second, like three minutes. Quick, yeah. quick second, Real three minutes. Same it's like we gotta get to Constantine. Okay, I'm telling you this right now from a diehard Batman DC comic fan, just like a Steve's, but probably not that much. 
It's like being a Lakers fan. It's being it's real hard right now to keep watching Gotham. And I'm going to say this honestly because we have to be critical about it. It's really hard to watch Gotham because because it's it's like Harvey Dent is 30 years old and Bruce Wayne is still 12. You're like, how is this even happening? Like, like it was it was cool. Like Nigma, blah blah, Penguin. But it's like by the time Bruce Wayne is of fruition of age, like 23 or something like that, all these people are going to be 40s. And it's just like, I don't know how this is going to work out in Batman's favor. It might work out for the TV show. I just don't know how it's going to work out together. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, just, did we, I mean, small things like this is like kind of, I don't know, it's, it's getting harder for me to watch it. I, I, I always thought that Two-Face was older than Bruce Wayne, though, significantly. In year one, though, like, Gordon made Harvey Dent, like, his number one suspect being Batman because he really resembled, like, his physique and age. So that's yeah. what's killing me. And yeah. And then a lot of us have agreed that that's going to be, like, one of our pinpoint origin stories that we use like True. i can't i can't i can't agree with that selection using harvey dent for like some character that has anger issues as a counselor well no that wasn't really an anger issue and that's kind of what i was going to say i liked about him it wasn't an anger issue it was a bipolar a, like a, that was a schizophrenic episode that he did almost he, like he's a two-face uh, mm. I don't even watch this show, and I know they to a T. <laughs> and they, I mean, introduced, I don't know, I feel like they introduced the coin so, like, non-tastefully. I feel like they could have been brought in later on. I feel like, here's the problem. I feel like we we, all, we have an expectation from Nolan. No, and... from Arrow and Flash. No, I really no, 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 no. I'm just saying for, we have an expectation for Batman from yeah. Nolan. Yeah. We have an expectation from what was there before. And again, this is this is a universe that is so, you know, it's so subject. Tighten it. To, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so subject to change. Yet at the same time, people are so up in arms about right. things like this age, yeah, the age, age, yeah. and small subtleties. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's like it's, Falcone it's like, versus Falcone. But, like, because because um, here's here's the other right. thing. So if, if imagine this, if you will, all these characters. Eight years from now. Mm-hmm. Eight years from now, Bruce Wayne will be 20. Maybe, you know, when he's 18, he goes off, does his League of Shadow training, comes back, and he's Batman by his, you know, when he's 20 years old. Maybe that's the idea they're going for. Maybe a younger Batman yeah. who's fighting more mid to late 30s villains. He's, t- I mean, he's technically supposed to start his, like, world voyage thing crap when he's 14 years old, like, going to different universities and learning different, like, his own curriculum. Yeah. But then I, they don't explain like when he actually starts his physical training. Well, but, then, then we can't question the perfection that is. I'm having a hard time saying this. Yeah, um, no. considering it's not true. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, I, I think I think maybe maybe where we lack in, you know, continuity to a certain point. I think they're making up pretty good in, in storytelling. I mean, the 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 the, the penguin storyline alone, how he is. So tight knit and so caught in between Fish Mooney and Falcone. I think that's. I think to your point exactly. You yeah. know what we're doing? Yeah. We are focusing mm-hmm. on Batman. And the show right. is not Gotham. about Yeah, it's not Batman. about Batman. That's As true. He, Bruce Wayne is a kid in this city whose parents were killed yep. in a crime ridden city. Yep. He is a character in a show. He is not the main character. This is not a Batman TV show. Nope. This is a show about the city of Gotham, specifically about its police department, yep. where Jim Gordon reigns supreme. And I think they're doing a good job of of, of staying on top of that. And I still haven't watched past the first episode, so really my <laughs> opinion doesn't okay, matter. Okay, Barry, go watch the like the next six episodes. Dude, I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you, you would... dry oatmeal. <laughs> Try oatmeal. Try it. Mm, it's like, what? don't even include the character then. You know, like, it's, I get it's not about Bruce oh Wayne. Don't God. include him. Like, yeah. just hey, have him. It's almost, no, no, no. Yeah, so that's, I, I thought that's what they're going to do. I thought they were going to be like him. No, he's his, in every episode. He's exactly. like learning I, and training I thought himself. his I parents it. getting shot was going to kind of be like, okay, th- that's how we know. Yeah. That's how we know this is about Gotham after Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. Yep. I almost thought it would have been more, more powerful. Because, yeah. you know, they talk about, you know, hinting at stuff and referencing stuff. You know, the the subtle te- technique of a of, of an old classic murder movie right. where you see the killer creeping up on someone and then it turns and you just see the shadow of the person getting stabbed. Right. And it's almost like thinking about it. Your it's like Hitchcock. Exactly. I almost feel like they could have basically referenced. They could have said. Alluded oh, to it. We just had the shooting. Right. And then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, it was the Wayne's. And yeah, then it cuts to black leave out and some of the details. It cuts to black and then it comes back to them just coming back after already being at the crime scene. Like right. almost like 
don't give a face to Bruce Wayne. Right. Don't give a face to the Waynes. Right. Just let. Just I mean, basically, we know now that one. They of the do first it in passing. Things, they don't do. The, it's not like a main thing. Exactly. One of the first. I do agree that I think that might have been Jim Gordon agrees better. to yeah. is to to do that. And I mean, maybe show him making the promise to Bruce, but on that, leave Bruce out of it because it's yeah. not about Bruce. So. I think I think I think you're right. I think that would make it a little bit better, and even take up some of the screen time where it's him, yeah, and Cat. Because I don't even think we need a Catwoman either. Just leave both of those two out of it. She's older than him. Hey, hey, hey! Star Wars yeah, Episode okay. One: Anakin and Padme. <laughs> but that's not how it's supposed to. Use be. the same actress. She's like three, four years older than him, but in actuality, she's you know like twenty three, and he's like ten. Yep. There you go. We're good. All right, yeah. moving on. We're moving using, on. We're using right, episode Constantine, one. Constantine, baby. Constantine. Constantine. So. Constantine. Hellblazer. So, yes. John Constantine, the Hellblazer. Kylie, are you watching Constantine? No. no. Okay, so put that on the top of your list. <laughs> okay. Mainly no, just because there's Arrow, no... No, 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 because Arrow... Arrow oh, no, we need to save Constantine. you got to take no a lot of time. you got to take a lot of time to watch Arrow. There's yep. two seasons already. Yeah. Constantine. Constantine. NBC, NBC Universal. Far, eh? Online, free. Yeah, it's third season now. Yeah. Oh, my God, that just started. No. No, no, it just started the third season. Yep. <laughs> Flash that. just started. Flash is in its first season. Here's a thing. Constantine just started. About Constantine. Watch it. This show, for me, was... Everything. The the one that... I mean, except for iZombie, which I still... Has that even come out yet? <laughs> I, I think that's... I don't think, think so. Shelf, it's, man. So I, I feel like well, Constantine, when it came out, I was like, all right, guys. What are you going to do here? Like, how are you going to mess this up? Like, right. we've seen your your CW Arrow did well. You know, CW Flash, that makes sense. And, you know, NBC, what are we what are we going to do? And then they did it. And it's been freaking amazing. Right. Like, it has been so goddamn good. good. Like. So good. So good. So can we talk about the fact that the, the episode. He smokes. He smokes. Sorry. They have him. He's never inhaling, but he's always smoking. He's so lighting got, it up. They've he's holding a lit chain. cigarette. He's, he's flicking the cigarette on. That's how he starts a fire. Like he's reading the smoke signs through the through the cigarette. Like he's smoking. He he has a cigarette and he taps it, and then he realizes he's got to talk to somebody and puts it away. We've we've beat that. My, that was my biggest thing. How are they gonna make him smoke? Cool. He swears. Cancer story, baby. He Cancer swears, story. and he has sex a lot. You know, he's referring to the fact <laughs> that he has sex a lot. Right. And. I mean, they he, refer to his old his old history too. Yeah, and, and he, like and, him and in a uses, band and all that. Exactly, and he uses you know some British curse words, I guess. Which Bullocks. Is, exactly. Bullocks. Which, you know, Bloody. sought off. Like I th- I think they're doing an amazing job keeping it clean enough for cable. Yeah. But still making the, it so good for the children. So, <laughs> can we can we talk about the episode where the dude brings uh, the hunger demon back from the Sudan? Okay. Oh yeah, that's actually the last one I saw him behind. So one. that episode, uh-huh. basically verbatim from the comic book. Really? Like they wow. even used some of like the the shadow and lighting effects that the comic book used to recreate wow. it. Wow! Okay. It was so incredibly well done. I watched that thing. I immediately stopped. Yeah. Went and reread the comic, Ooh. rewatched the episode, and Ooh. I was just like, "This is this this is comic book television. Wow. It is." Perfect. So stick wow. to the source material. Okay. Yeah, stick to the source material if you want to. But here's the thing: if you're gonna stick to source material, stick to it right. And they do it did. well. Right. They did right. it so perfect. They didn't. They didn't shy away from the heroin binge. They didn't shy away from going and you know talking about the Sudan and the and the, the the warlock and the shaman and the knife and right. everything. Yeah. They did everything. It was so well done. And you're gonna stop it at 13 episodes. You're gonna yeah. stop production at 13 episodes and. The renewal is up in the air. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I because I'm I just, I'm just checking on the ratings. I need to know because the show is amazing. Like, it, Constantine was was a character that I didn't know a whole lot about. I, I still don't. So for me, it was the most difficult to commit to, and still is just because uh, I don't have a lot of background to pull me into it. But what keeps me going back to it is every damn episode is so, so damn good. good. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I think, I think it might be the best comic show right now. The only thing they could have done more perfect <laughs> was the only thing they could have done more perfect was put Papa Midnight in a straight white suit with a white. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how ridiculous he is in the comics. That's the dude they got for Papa Midnight is on point, like. And so Anthony Steves, the Azorian one, he brought up this fact that the time slot that they have given Constantine is yep. what's choking it. Friday night at 10 p.m. 
Right. And I and you know he said you know knock off whatever Catherine Hamill's oh, show is on yeah. Mondays and put her in and put it in that slot. Which totally, I'm fine with that. Knock, knock off anything and put it in its slot. We I'm, still love you, Catherine Heigl, but I mean, come on. Yeah, but I feel like that's what's killing, what's killing Constantine is it doesn't have the you know it's, and does I, that prime time slot does exactly have, exactly yeah, do, do they do they do they include the ratings like when I watch it in the NBC app they better because that's how I watch it I don't watch it Friday nights at 10 p.m. Okay, so the good news is from from what we're seeing is that there there is an increase so so the ratings are actually going up. Um, Let's see the last. If, so just just a quick yeah. shout out for everyone that listens. Hashtag save Constantine. Share that. Watch it. Tell your friends to watch it. <laughs> just saying. It. We shared it. It's true. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good comment. It's We're good sharing well, it. What thing. are you guys doing about it? Here's the thing. I don't – I mean sharing it is down – I'm, I'm totally down with that. I support that. I don't know that it needs to be saved because the ratings are up. Okay. I, 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 th- I think what we and, – and they're and they're constantly – so they're trending up. So that's the good news. I think I – think, Anthony and Steve's the Azorian one hit it dead on the head. We just need to get this thing, you know, to a better time slot where people aren't either a getting dressed to go to the club or b getting pre drunk to go to the club. So that That's way me. people can actually <laughs> tall, dark, and drunk. There we, well, there <laughs> we go. Drunken master. That's true. Oh, <laughs> tall, dark, gosh. and beer goggles. <laughs> tall, tall, dark, and drunken wung fu master. <laughs> you down to play Iron Fist? Um, yep. So yeah, I think that's it. Once they get that, I think that I think I think it's gonna blow the the, the the doors off of it. And I think it's kind of funny how how they're talking about they won't pick it up past that, but they're not really giving it a fighting chance, and it's still kicking ass. So good. And I'm just you know like well, obviously. Want... No, I was gonna say Go their their uber religious fan base is probably being like, there's too many occult references in this TV show. That could be the case. You know, and if that is the case. There's somewhere you can go. You probably believe in it. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, what I was going to say is, Just okay, saying. hold on. Time Just out. Um, so for someone that, you know, has read like maybe one issue, maybe one issue of Constantine or Hellblazer, um, you know, and I love Supernatural. I love the occult. If I wasn't going to pick up this Batman trade, I was actually going to pick up uh, Hellboy in Hell. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. The whole hard co- hardcover yeah. issue and all that stuff. Because I really love the occult, the Supernatural, Demons. Um, you know, gods and all and angels and all that stuff. I feel like there is a big enough fan base outside of comic books where they could get they could enjoy this. So I mean, like all the supernatural fans go and support you know supernatural Seriously, TV if, shows. If, if supernatural the TV show can get to ten, 10 seasons, seasons, ten seasons, they just did a thousandth and, episode. And here's the thing: I actually hundredth. I, I watched though, no, like two hundredth. I got I got like I was all about supernatural. I marathoned. The I'm, hell I'm still out of about it. it. I got up to like the ninth season and I was like, okay, this is very clearly like you guys kind of thought your show was going to end. So you wrote a big story and then it's kind of like, okay, I mean, I guess. And I stopped. Yeah. I, I just went back to it the other day. I'm immediately hooked back in again. I'm like, Dang. sweet, season nine, season 10, let's do this. I'm digging them. I gotta How check it out. can that show that in a lot of ways, I mean, the, the, uh, uh, the exorcism spell that oh. Constantine used yeah. is the same one they use in Supernatural. No not way. because they not because they like took from it, yeah. but because that they're using their source material. Real occult, exactly. Wow. Real exorcism, you know. So real dope. Like uh, uh, Catholic exorcism. Like, yeah, they use that. Yeah, they both use it. That's awesome. Straight for up all those who are listening. If you guys love the Dean character, John Constantine is kind of like the Dean character with like a British accent. So I it's think really, it. it's it's amazing. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, so Amaze. we got we got a yeah we, we got a what's we got to jump in on. Walking, no, we got to keep going. That's what I want. Yes, Walking we got, Dead. We got to keep walking along. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Talking Dead. Shocking Dead. Rocking Dead. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm Spocking gonna, Dead. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this uh, this recliner back. <laughs> He's going to go down the hallway to our dungeon room I'm to... Gonna, um, I'm going to you know, get my pipe, and I'm going to just lean back a little bit. And, uh... I think I'll be doing the same thing. <laughs> the floor belongs right, to you, Miss Kylie and Mr. Tom. You got, you got three minutes. Did you, you guys really not watch it? Go. Um, Dude, I don't okay. watch any... I don't watch Walking Dead. And Kylie and I had this conversation just before we started. Here's the thing. It's not that I haven't given it a chance. I have watched the show. I have read the book. I do not like either of them. That does not change the fact that Robert Kirkman is possibly one of the most powerful comic book writers alive today. However, today. I do not like Walking Dead. I do not like the TV show. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. I, I do, not, do like not like them. Sam, Sam I am. You two talk Go. about Walking Dead. Rick Grimes, baby. Wait, Three minutes. Rick Grimes. Okay. Um, so right now, do you want do you want to kind of lead in since it's kind of your big topic of. What's going on with Walking Dead? You caught up right to the last one. 
So the last thing I saw was when um, Daryl and that one kid made it back to the church and the end of that episode. It's, it's, I watched it like last night. Yeah, I watched it like last night. It feels like they uh, skipped part of it. Um, what ended up happening? Because, I don't know, okay. So for all those Walking Dead fans, season four opening episode had the biggest network premiere of all TV kind. Like 17-something million people were watching it in the U.S., um, the show, the show has been like the, like a really great success. Like it's pretty much like the biggest showrunner next to Breaking Bad, um, because of the great story arcs they have in there. And it's not really like, oh, the zombies, but it's the drama between the groups. And when they meet new groups, everyone loves Daryl. Team Glenn, uh, Team Glenn and Daryl. I love Daryl. Um, this, so far this season four, kind of like the same thing with Gotham and being a Lakers fan. It's being, it's kind of hard to watch because it's like, Here's the story about these people. Here's the story about this person. Here's it's like I don't care anymore. I just want to know like how they work together. But understanding how it's a TV show, it's meant to develop characters. It's understandable. And to much to David Barry's point, how The Walking Dead is sometimes pretty boring because it just takes a really long time to get to stuff. I went to my comic book store and looked at some trades. It's like volume fourteen. I was like volume fourteen of a trade, and so I don't know. It was, it was just crazy. But um. End of the episode, so they go, the, the kid that Daryl brings from, back. Yeah, he escapes from the hospital, right? Yeah, and they try to get Beth and Carol back, and they meet up two cops, and there's like a little bit of a shootout, and then... Doesn't it end with Beth trying to save Carol, but you don't know if she dies or not? Oh, yeah, because Carol just gets brought in for whatever foreseen, whatever thing happened between her and Daryl, I don't yeah. know what happened. And then she gets brought in, and then Beth is, they're like, oh, well, because what's happening is that Beth is in this, like, hospital facility run by, like, civilians who are dressed up as if the whole world didn't end, but acting like it, and not wasting um, electricity or resources on other survivors. So they're either like, oh, we're either going to kill them, or we're going to use them. Either they're a doctor, or they're not, so it doesn't matter. And they're looking at Carol, saying that she's probably not worth it, she's not going to make it. And then Beth brings up a fight saying, oh, you use your DVD player, don't you? She gets sassy. And then she does. She turns into, like, Miss Sass Pants. And the, the woman in charge or the so-called, you know how, like, political people are never really in charge? They always had that faux pas of being in charge, and she's like, you just condemned his, her life. And it's like, oh, God, I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't know. Like, but it's she, interesting she in certain points. So she gets the medicine in, she connects up to the IV, but I don't know what happens after that. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it because it just ends with um, one of the cops knocking out. What's that one girl that oh, was yeah. in love with Bob? Okay, that's what happened. So it was that guy's husband or his wife that died. Yeah, he knocks her out the window. And what does he do? Just runs away and leaves her dead? He just runs away with his arms still tied into whatever like handcuffs or like... Yeah zip ties he's still in and like it's funny because i remember like he was like that one cop was putting up the most fight the most rebellion even though i forget what's that kid's name that daryl's with that daryl picked up the one that beth befriended i don't know his name i don't know his name i don't think okay. it gets revealed okay well he's just like what's up oh my god you guys did you see this picture so-and-so liked on instagram i'm mag what i just great contribution dude thanks <laughs> <laughs> Um, anywho, uh, and he, what was it? The kid, whatever that Daryl was like helping out, like vouching for him, was like, he's one of the good guys. And it's like, he's caused, he's fucked up the most the bad. Problems, yeah. Like, seriously, it's like, I don't know. But you could, you could on. totally saw that coming. I mean, he was being way too nice for it in total society and anarchy. So besides just talking about the show, um, that everyone else watched, uh, because I'm just I'm just saying, you know, reviewing a show that 17 billion people are watching <laughs> doesn't really million. seem pertinent. Um, There's not 17 billion people in the world, by the way. Yeah, there are totally 17 billion people in the world, dude, if you're counting the mole people. <laughs> mole people. Tom's the mole. Um, so, we don't talk about Fantastic Four people. Exactly. Tom, have you – how much of – have you read all of The Walking Dead? Have I read? No. I've read a couple of issues and okay. – so I, I was gonna bring. I, I, I was gonna. I was gonna say, "Hey guys, how do you feel like it's connecting uh, to the books right now?" Well, but they're neither not connecting you, to the book at all. I know, but neither yeah. of you. I, I know, but you could still. I mean, you could still say, "Oh, how does Gotham compare to 
a Batman comic book that are clearly not actually related to each other and you could still compare them, but apparently we can't because neither of you read the comic book. <laughs> well, I read ahead. He got mad. I didn't get mad. I read ahead and I told you not to read it because it was like complete spoilers. But then they may not even use it because the fact they even brought in That's like saying Tyrese, don't read like, Game of Thrones season. or don't read The Hobbit because there's a movie coming out next month about The Hobbit, the book that has been out for 70 years. Jesus Christ, Tom. <laughs> no, okay. Y'all got me fucked up last podcast because y'all blast me for no goddamn reason because what I literally said was that you may not want to read it because it's not going to happen. And then I've read so many things that get ruined because of the TV show, and that happens all the time. And that's why Wait, so, I... So, so, here's, so here's my question. Is the show being ruined because the book is already written, or is the book being written because rather than reading the book first, you watch the show first? The books you, are going to get ruined. you get a straight answer ruined. out of that, I don't know what the hell... I don't even know The books are getting ruined because of the TV show. Okay, so why don't you stop, start your DVR, and start reading the comic books? Because there's just so many. You just heard me complain about they're on volume 18 of yeah, God no, of a it's, Trade. It's, it's true. There's a lot of them. I'm telling you, Robert Kirkman, well, okay, most I'm, powerful I, comic book writer alive right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you as well that like they're introducing characters at really random times. Like Tyrese was supposed to be met before Glenn. Oh my God, right? And but he was the like villain. He, Where's the super villain? It's supposed to appear. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm just like that's why I'm just like. I don't, I don't, I, Tom, I'm sorry, not, I don't these, agree these with you. The same thing. I, I've, I've only seen four episodes of it. I didn't really get into it. I'm going to start watching it again because everybody's talking about it, especially you and Kylie. And the Steves. And the Steves tell me to watch it. But <sighs> here's, here's the thing. I, I think <laughs> saying reading it ahead, regardless of what is or isn't going to be in the show, is like saying reading the comic books that, that Nolan took his social material for would ruin his movie. I didn't, or vice see, versa. I didn't see Batman Begins, but then I read The Killing Joke, and now I'm disappointed. Yeah, it's like you, you no, you can't, you can't do that. The, even if they only slightly tie into each other, they're both still about you know the, the same topic. You just read it, and you would enjoy the best of both worlds, right? Uh, I don't know. Like, okay, I'm just, I, I'm literally. There we go. I'm, that I'm literally just, yeah. that Hannah, I'm just Montana, relating, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Okay, we all know you watch Hannah Montana a little too much next to My Little Pony. I'm just saying. But anyways, <laughs> like um, I'm, just, I'm just relating to my experience from reading the fourth Harry Potter book, which I thought was like the best book that I ever read, The Goblet of Fire. Then all of a sudden, you don't see the gillyweed or how it was explained. It was just thrown in there for some stupid reason. All right, Tom, I get it. You're traumatized. We'll, we'll, just, we'll put you in Capeless Crusaders therapy soon enough, okay? Jeez. Well, okay. The thing is, like, Walking Dead is, like, chronologically a story that just goes through, like, it's, you know, they're saying it's based off that, like, I mean, Arrow, like, there hasn't been, like, a, like there's, there's a substantial not a tent, there's a substantial not a tent, pole, tent pole for, like, his origin story. So, like, you can technically make it up along the way. There's, there's but then for The Walking story. Dead, you have it right there. You, you have I mean, same, So that they have, they have a set story. That, like, we, we talked about this before. We talk, when we talk about adaptations, there's a difference between... Watchmen, you know, Watchmen, which had an exact story that they followed very clearly, as opposed to saying something is just X-Men. That means you don't have to necessarily follow a storyline. X-Men Days of Future Past, you have to follow Days of Future Past. Guardians of the Galaxy, you don't got to follow anything. You just follow whatever story you kind of want to make. So Walking Dead, being based on the Walking Dead comic book, has a beginning, middle, and somewhere an end that they are completely not following but now, Tom, would you say walking? Well, uh, Duh! Uh, I am asking uh, you a question. <laughs> you still there? <laughs> Tall, dark, and angry. Wait, so, no, so, so here's my Tall, question. Tall, dark, and angry. Here's, here's my question. So, so is Walking Dead doing what Game of Thrones is doing? And they're basically it's getting to the point where they they foresaw that they are going to run out of source material too fast, so they decided to change it up. No. Well, actually, it's happening uh, yeah, in Game of Thrones. Season three. Well, with Game of Thrones, okay. it actually is happening. They are cutting okay. out and, and rearranging stuff. To a certain point, it makes sense. To a certain point, like they kill off certain characters for no reason. And certain, and are we talking about Game of Thrones characters. or Walking Dead? Game of Thrones. And Ga- Walking no, Dead. no, we're not talking about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones <laughs> was just an example, just Tom. Saying, like, Game of Thrones. No, Game of Thrones, the writers have already said that they do not. They, they, the reason they have started changing the story is because George R. R. Martin has not put out the rest of the story. 
So you got to take time. Yeah. Baby. So that's so. So we're not talking about Game of Thrones. I am just giving that as an example. Walking Dead. Okay. Would you say right. Walking Dead is making those changes because they feel like the show is roaring along and is eventually going to pass the comic books because the show comes out weekly, the comics come out monthly. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. I just feel like there, I feel like there's enough material for them to like last another like three seasons and they'll be fine. Okay, cool. I have the final the, question. This this should be the last question. Why am I getting interviewed topic. or heckled about this? Jeez. Because really, I'll say this because I feel very strongly about a rule that I thought we all agreed upon and we even mentioned earlier. It's a very simple question. I wasn't part of that podcast. You guys are too busy flaming me. Is it good? Is is the show good? The last few episodes, uh, wait, it's good. I will, I'll keep watching it. Overall, the show, is the, show the show's good. good. The show's good. The last well, two seasons, good. first two seasons were amazing. Are the comics good? No. Mm. They're good. <laughs> okay. I got David Berry's take. <laughs> Kylie the says they're I've good. The few I read, they're good. Kylie says they're good. Tom, the ones that Glenn you have dies. read, are they good? <laughs> He's just mad that Glenn dies. Yeah, dude. Do you know how many? But then a lot of characters he was supposed are. to. He was already supposed to die at this point. Yeah, no, a lot of characters are already supposed to die. It's it's whatever. Okay, I, so. I made my point without it being answered. The comics are good. The show's good. What? It's the good Didn't rule. Did just say no? Well, I mean, I'm not the world. Clearly, you just, clearly. You just, said, you just it's told everyone to... that if they're not reading Image comic books, they're doing a disservice for comic books. And now you're like, well, I, I'm not the authority. Author. Yeah, dude. Does it happen? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't like it. Everybody else <laughs> <fucking> does. <laughs> everyone so, right. everyone, I mean, like, everyone I mean, likes everyone it. I mean, I'm not show. saying I'm no right. I'm saying I don't like it. Right. Everyone loves the comic book and everyone loves the show. It was popular enough to get turned into a show, kind of. A zombie was too. So anyway, I zombie. Right. two things. Good. Yes, we got two things we need to cover because we're running out of time. Yes, we are. Two things. One, oh, Oscar, I- time, baby. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Cast his apocalypse. I think that's awesome. Inside Lewin Davis, aka main antagonist for Sucker Punch, going to be Apocalypse. Cool. I have that's no idea who he is. Yeah, I personally actually, liked him the best. He, at only drive. Had, he only had like like five major roles that I saw in there, which I was like, cool, kind of a not really an unknown, but not yeah. you know. He, he's 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 kind of he, like Josh Brolin almost to a sense. He's kind of like he was like at that precipice of like really credit credible roles that he just killed, and it's like you know feed him something big, let him let him tear that off. Do you know who it. he is? Him, Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. He. Like you said, he has a small resume. The but the thing is, he he ha- he he nails the role so well yeah. that he plays such a big asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he could be a great apocalypse. Uh, me and my my fellow roommates who were other uh, who was also part of the filmic, um, mm-hmm. we they were saying it was horrible because he's his like his only big role is inside Lewin Davis Whatever. or where the heck the Coen Brother movie was, but. I feel like he knows how to handle a big role like that, which, I mean, I think a lot of people, his the, his main competition was going to be Tom Hardy for yeah, that, yeah. which, uh, which yeah. I mean, at that point, like, he, Tom Hardy could do any role I guess he wanted to, yeah, but I, I'm really excited that he's going to, and then I like the fact that they're bringing more, you know, like, I wouldn't say the huge A-list actors, but like, you know, A-minus you know, like they're not like Good big super Hollywood blockbuster stars. You know, like but they're bringing them in. They have great acting talent, and you know we can that, see that's what they all bring that matters. To. We just need people that are going to nail the roles and make the movie. We need good stuff. Speaking of blockbusters, yeah, yeah, uh, we have a movie <laughs> coming out about a one Amazonian known as oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. Yes, Wonder Diane Woman. Prince. Now has a director. Oh, yes. Uh, last name McLaren, first name. Mm-hmm. Mary Mc- Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, <laughs> Michelle McLaren. Yeah, is that it? Ma- Matthew McLaughlin. I should have this in front of me. We should have it too. But that's what Anthony Steves is here for. Yeah, we don't have him around. Um, she's involved in some stuff. Where's Anthony Steves when you need him? Uh, yeah. so, Michelle yeah. McLaren. Michelle, Michelle McLaren. Michelle McLaren. Oh, who, uh, I think she worked did, on Breaking Bad. She did X-Files. 11 episodes of Breaking Bad. She did X-Files. Apparently she's also involved in Walking Dead. So there you go. There you go. I, did, I, just, I just saw Kylie <laughs> just <you>. like... <laughs> so, I mean... I her, think it's great. Her rap sheet looks fantastic. She's done stuff that I think will be... I, I, well, I, I, I will give her the credit that she has earned. She's done what she's done. It's credible. All I'm well, I'm not not all I'm going to say, but what I am very relieved about is we do not have a male directing yeah. Wonder Woman. It 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 needs that female sensibility, a female perspective. It, it that that's what's going to make it authentic and true and bring out all of 
the sensibilities that will really help us connect with the character and not have it be a male perspective on what Wonder Woman should be. Tom, were you doing were you doing a W for Wonder Woman or a W for Wu Tang? He was doing. I was, I was doing <laughs> the emoji. I was oh, doing I, the emoji. Oh, I, I thought you were doing oh, Wu Tang. Okay, because you know, emoji. Because everyone knows that Wu Tang Clan ain't, ain't nothing. That's, that's, right. that's right. Thank you, David. Barry. You're welcome. Flying guillotines, faster blades, poisonous. So. I think she's going to be Anyways. good. I like the stuff that she's done. Yes. The stuff that she, I mean, X-Files had an insanely powerful female character and not a female character that a lot of, uh, I read an article um, referring to a lot of female characters getting the, the Trinity effect mm-hmm. in that oh, yeah. Trinity from Matrix. I hate right? the Trinity effect. They have, they're a really strong female character and they give them nothing to do. Right. They give them no well, and then to they, go. And then they ruin them later on. Exactly. I feel like Mulder and Scully were too very good characters and i feel like with a strong female i guess co-lead in x-files because they pretty much shared the spotlight in it yep um and i i didn't see breaking bad but clearly it won awards so breaking bad was. i think it's pretty good you remember his name oh yeah that's what she definitely was yeah oh yeah yeah he's he's the one who uh knocks who knocks i don't know what the hell that means knocks yeah he Uh, is the danger is that is that the line (laughs) was that always the line that was the line all right we have to cook So, so yeah, so I don't, yeah, again, I never watched Breaking Bad, but, um, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about like, so, I mean, technically speaking, you got 20 seconds, Tom, when you talk about directors, you kind of talk about them being in a tour and how their previous works equate to their, you know, next works. So, you know, seeing that she works with these TV shows and with characters that have to have humanistic, um, relationships, it's going to be really crazy how she's going to have Wonder Woman work with, you know, the rest of the universe. Done. Very good. Pretty good, Tom. Good job. The filmmaking twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that should be that should be your new segment. Filmmaking twenty seconds. Here we go. Filmic Express. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> Are you gonna pack it up in a little well, tiny? Yeah, uh, a, little, yeah. a little Oscar pops out of the white takeout box. Hey, you learn today. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, I, the only thing I'll say is this, and and, and I'm not trying to you got shade, shade her in any way. All I need is ten. I'm not trying to shade her anyway, but I really would wish that Catherine Bigelow would have picked this <gasps> up as opposed to redoing Point Break. The Euro- European I, Gigolo? Oh wait, my bad. Some wrong thing. No, that's yeah, that's Deuce. That's, oh my bad. I Deuce. worked with Damn people it. that worked with Catherine Bigelow though. Oh my god. Okay. I'm like, that's like, I'm like twenty one, degrees, two degrees of separation. Away. I know people two who know people away. too. <laughs> But I really, I, I, yeah, I really think that would have been a great opportunity, and that probably would have been the highest budget movie that a female director would have taken on. And I think her being the most successful female director of this time, it would have been really cool to see her take it over. But instead, she's freaking redoing Point Break. I don't know. Redoing no! Point Break. I don't know. Nah, whatever. You've been there, done that. The Are you really remaking a movie that you already made? I don't think it's worse than I that. I don't think you're. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I think there's a rule. Yeah, it's like you, don't, you, you don't let redo. someone else do. That. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't relaunch a Star Wars. You know, a New Hope and have George Lucas redo a New Hope. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Well, I'm just saying that from the words of Kevin Smith, aka Fat Man, aka David Barry in another universe or something. Um, he said he's had to do movies that he didn't want to do, mainly because he he needed to get the money and the studio cred to do a movie he did. So like cop out in order to do Red State. So maybe Catherine Bigelow has something else Tom, in the works. Tom, she won a freaking Academy Award. She did zero freaking Dark Thirty in the Hurt Locker. Damn. Of all people I I that I would not them. think would fight me on this, it would be you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I always trust the director. Or I always blame the director. But I'm just saying I'm, that I'm sometimes just, I'm directors. I'm making excuses. They just got it. Sometimes directors gotta like sit one down for the studio so they can make a movie they want to make later yeah. on. Yeah, sometimes they gotta shit one out for the studio. To <laughs> they do. Get what they, oh, I, I that, mean, I, I thought that's what Zero Dark Thirty was. Uh, strong right. female oh, character. Well, I feel like that's like that's baby. her realm. I'm sorry. That's what that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that sounded like. All right. So we're we're gonna yeah we're gonna wrap we're this done. up because uh, basically what happens is sometimes we just go off on tangentials. Tangentals. 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 Yeah, dude. Tangentals. Kylie, next time you come on, um Constantine or Arrow. Which one? <laughs> no, but no, no. Okay. Uh, I, I, okay. Constantine and then Arrow. I would say Constantine. Yeah. Um, just because I think you would be more interested in it. Um, and you get caught mo- up really it's fast. Moist and, oatmeal. Up real fast. and then I have a it's bunch of comic oatmeal. books. I can, it, yeah, it's moist oatmeal. And Box I have a bunch of comic books. Not, not dry oatmeal. So here's the thing. Um, if you want to read comic books, I have a, uh, 
a study that is kind of ridiculous. It's in our Crusader <laughs> castle. It's on the seventh floor. Seventh floor is all me. And then right, eighth it's... floor is uh, all uh, research and development. It's like Candyland up there. Pretty much. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Harvey. Avengers reference. Anyway. Um, Bam. <laughs> nice. So. That's how we're going to break the internet. Yeah, I'm, I'm breaking the internet right now. My name, as always, David Barry, at DR Barry. To my right, our guest. My name is Kylie, at M-I-N-K-O-B. And we'll have you back, and we'll actually let you talk next time. Well, I'm going to watch my movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Curtis Fisher at Calm Down forget. Morning at Existential Romeo. I lightweight forgot my last name, but I didn't forget that. Lightweight. In the trunk. <laughs> what do you got? Who over there? The filmic in 22nd. This is Tom at Tall Dark Not Ugly on everything, on everything. And in the words of the immortal Bruce Wayne to none other than Clark, Clark Kent, I am through talking. Get out of my cave. We are the Capeless nice. Crusaders. Good night. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night.